Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beer and Biceps podcast. Uh, today I will be asking the question, should steroids be legal? Um, to be honest, that's already kind of a stupid question because um, they are legal for many people um, who have been given permission by their doctors to use it. Um, I think more the question is, should steroids be legally used by anyone who wants to? Um, and that's a completely different me- uh, matter. But just to start off the debate, yes, they they do have medical use and they are used to treat men um, who've got many conditions. So the idea that they're not safe isn't actually correct. Um, they can be unsafe if used incorrectly, but they can also be perfectly safe. So there, there is a logic to this debate. It's not like asking, should guns be given to children? Um, and I'm not even going to touch that debate anyway. Right, so... Um, why would we want anyone to have steroids? Um, you know, they're illegal to be used for bodybuilding. They're dangerous, etc., etc. Um, but then lots of men use them. Um, a surprisingly large amount, actually. Um, many people who use steroids do not use it to the levels to turn them into bodybuilders anyway. Um, so the idea that anyone who does steroids will look like a bodybuilder is completely wrong. Um, and when I'm debating about this, keep that in mind um, that, you know, just because you're taking steroids does not mean that you are taking them to become absolutely massive or to be, you know, completely ripped. Many men take it just to improve their physique a little bit or to make them feel a bit better. Um, but anyway, so uh, the industry standard for testosterone levels for men is. 300 nanograms per deciliter um, you don't really need to know what that is it's just a number um, how much testosterone you have in your blood um, and they're saying there's there's this sort of belief that all men over 30 will be well below that level and you know compared to generations previously you know all of the men today are basically women uh, it's not true um, Studies have shown that uh, men in their 70s, 35% of men in their 70s have low testosterone um, and only 13% of that have severely low testosterone, which is called hypogonadism, which is where your testosterone levels are so low that you begin to develop breasts. Um, uh, So the idea that um, all men are ridiculously low on testosterone and need steroids isn't really the case. But there are many men who do. I mean, 35% of 70-year-olds is probably quite a low number. Um, when it's, It certainly sounds like a low number until you reach 70 and you realise that you have a one in three chance of being that man. And the thing is, most men don't do anything about it. They don't really talk to their doctors about it. Um, and you know that number could well be higher, um, or it could actually be lower, let's be fair. Um, but... Even just being a little bit lower than what you're supposed to have, which, you know, um, is the case, because as you turn 30, your testosterone does drop. Um, You know, I think they say it's by about a percentage per year. Um, But yeah, so, you know, your testosterone does drop as you age, and many men will have lower testosterone in their 30s and 40s than they did in their 20s. Some men are born with naturally lower testosterone anyway. Um, So... A solution to that would be 
taking steroids. Uh, steroids can massively increase your testosterone levels, and there are loads of benefits to that. So um, one of the most obvious benefits is that taking steroids can increase your metabolism and lower your body fat. Now, if we're going to talk about the dangers of steroids, let's talk about the dangers of being overweight. Um, an increased risk of diabetes, um, obesity, cardiovascular disease, um, high blood pressure, insomnia, infertility, um, but and also just the, the mental side effects, um, lower, self, uh, lower self-esteem, um, depression, mood swings, um, and all of these tie into each other, like, you know, being overweight can increase your risk of insomnia, having insomnia can in, uh, interrupt your sleep, leading to f- further decreases in your testosterone. Lower testosterone will affect your metabolism, which will increase your body fat, and the cycle continues. Using steroids to break that cycle could make a massive difference. Uh, Steroids can also increase muscle size, strength, and power. Um, I don't know the... I can't remember the study off the top of my head, but there was a famous study done with testosterone where um, a group of men took, like, you know, high doses of testosterone and did zero exercise. These were untrained men who hadn't been to the gym in ages, and all they did was took the steroids and did absolutely nothing. That I mean, other than you know their usual activities, but they didn't go to the gym, they weren't lifting weights with that. They saw huge increases in muscle size, muscle strength, and power. So, you know, we're, we're talking like, you know, a regular guy who hasn't exercised in six months could literally take steroids and within a few months he would be stronger, have bigger muscles and more power. I mean, let's not pretend for a second that this isn't something that every man would dream of. Like, um, And also having that bigger muscle size and strength and power increases your metabolism, lowering your body fat. Um, another major benefit of uh, steroids is that they can enhance your recovery from exercise allowing you to train more i don't know if any i mean this this applies to men and women but if any of you have gone to the gym for the first time in a long time and you're over 30 years old how long did you have to recover from that first session i know for me it was genuinely a week i hadn't even done that much i i purposefully lowered the weights and you know worked to 80% of my you know, comfort level rather than 100%, and I was absolutely dead for four or five days. My legs, you know, having to carry myself down the stairs and climb back up again. You know, it, was, it really, really took it out, and it really put me off going back again. Luckily, I did, and then a lockdown occurred, but my point is that by taking steroids, that can, you can reduce that, but also steroids can help uh, speed up injury. Um, so if you've got an injury, taking steroids can actually speed that up. Like, obviously, if you are properly injured and you go to see a doctor, they will do things that can help it anyway. But how many minor injuries do people have and, you know, they don't go to see the doctor? And, you know, or like, you know, it's not an injury that the doctor can do much about, but you're not going to be able to exercise for a month or, you know, you, you can't do your job properly for a month or something like that. But taking steroids could knock that down to three weeks or two weeks. Um, other benefits, um, taking steroids can improve bone mineral density. Again, it's not something that many 30 year olds worry about, but once you're hitting 70, um, 
your bone mineral density weakens, which can increase your chances of breaking a hip or breaking your leg when falling over. Uh, steroids can help improve that, which means that you'll be less fragile, which means you can move more, and also it just improves your strength and resilience. Uh, steroids can also improve muscular endurance, um, which doesn't mean too much to the average person, but you know, if you go to the gym, you'll be able to exercise more. Like, all of these are massive benefits, and you don't have to take steroids to bodybuilder-like levels to see them. Uh, obviously, if you wanted to be a bodybuilder, you'd have to ta- you would have to abuse them to the point where you're actually endangering your life. But you could still see massive benefits by slightly increasing your testosterone through steroids. Um, but let's be fair. Let's talk about the downsides of steroid use. Um, one. It is completely illegal to use steroids if you haven't got a prescription for them. Um, I'm not sure there's any country where that's not the case, um, and I haven't looked it up because you know I don't care. I'm not good at this, <laughs> but you know that is a big deal. You know, you are con- financially contributing to um, the illegal drug trade. You know, and I think a lot of people don't really see it as that. It's the same with people who are massively against heroin and cocaine, but, you know, smoke weed in countries where it's still illegal. You know, they think, oh, well, these are the nice criminals. But at the end of the day, the people who are doing it, maybe they are nice personally, but, you know, you go far enough back and it's proper big players doing this. It's not small time. None of it is. Um, Steroids might possibly be the closest to small time, for all I know, but... At the same day, you know, it's still criminal. Um, Then you've got the risk of not knowing what you're doing, which is massively, like... The amount of deaths due to to steroids is insane. Like, um, young men, 20 to 25 years old, presenting to the hospital with, you know, having heart attacks or, you know, um, dying of heart disease, you know, at 20 years old. It... High doses of steroids have been shown to weaken the heart. Now, I'm not sure if they found out why, or and they and I just can't remember what it is, or if it's not known yet why that happens. Um, but it does. It's um, it's it's a fact. And while lower doses, you know, it's not risky. How you're unless you're an expert or a doctor, how do you know what's the right right dose and because none of this is done legally, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Like, I would never take steroids unless they became legal. Then I would absolutely raid my doctors for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I'm not an expert on how to take them. And I don't trust the guy who's doing it himself to do it. I mean, have you heard what the general public sound like when they're talking about medical things? Like, most of them don't know anything about anything and they don't know your medical history and you don't know you know how your body's going to react to certain stuff and steroids are complicated like you get you know injectable steroids and you get tablet ones and everyone thinks that the injectable ones are the scary ones so we'll just take the tablets but the tablets are much more dangerous they're much stronger and um, they interact with you in a different way so actually that's a more dangerous way of doing it um but say you do know what you're doing, you know, taking steroids, even if your doctor's giving it to you, has side effects. Um, 
that I'm reluctant to even talk about testosterone rage because it's it's not what it was sort of like people talk about like roid rage and all that sort of stuff it's not that was never really the case but taking steroids can increase irritability can um affect your mood can uh, lead to anxiety and stuff like that and you know none of these things are good um, it's not going to affect everybody and again it could be well be do- dose dependent like you know but yeah it can affect your mood and especially if you suffer from anxiety anyway this could heighten that um, another side effects of steroids is that it can cause insomnia so whilst high testosterone can improve your sleep um, taking steroids can uh, affect your sleep you know so it can sort of cancel each other out um another side effect is that it can increase the risk of infection in certain illnesses um and it can also increase your blood pressure so if you've got um high blood pressure already you could be putting a lot of strain on your heart um that being said if you're taking a, a low dose of it and you're doing it well you could use the extra muscle size and all that and recovery from exercise and improved endurance and all that sort of stuff to exercise more and eventually lower your blood pressure so it's not like a black and white do this and you will suffer um so would i advise anyone to take steroids um no i wouldn't because i wouldn't want to go to prison um (laughs) like I wouldn't advise anyone to take any medication without seeing a doctor and your doctor's not going to give it to you unless you are severely low testosterone. For many men, I'd probably recommend seeing a doctor to see if they are, you know, see if they can get um, blood tests to see how their testosterone levels are because that could be very useful. Um, I would also say that there is no point taking steroids at all until you've ticked every other box, like, you know, Naturally, improving your testosterone is much safer, has many more benefits, and is free for the most part. Like, you can improve your testosterone by sleeping more. I mean, how cheap is that? You know, get eight hours of sleep every night. Exercise regularly. um, Eat a slightly higher fat diet. That helps. um, Lose body fat. That can make a huge difference. Um... I'd say reduce stress. I always think that's kind of dumb advice because if people have a stressful job, you're basically saying quit your job and then be poor, which is stressful on its own. But uh, learn how to deal with stress better, have stress management techniques. So with my current online clients, um, one of the first things I do is, one, get them to sleep better, unless you know they've got a, a baby, in which case, good luck with that. But I also get them to look at stress management techniques, um, not ones that I teach, because uh, I'm not an expert in that. But you know, there are lots of stuff you can do out there which can improve your response to stress and help to lower anxiety, which can lower cortisol and can improve and protect your testosterone levels. So all of that sort of stuff can really help improve it naturally. And you're not breaking any laws, you're not taking any risks, you're not... Um, going to get any side effects from that and they should all help themselves going to see a doctor and seeing they might actually recommend testosterone for you if your levels are severely low 
most men that probably won't be the case, but you know, 13% of you, it could well be. Um, yeah, so I think should steroids be legal? No, I don't think so. I think that all right. What I think should be is that doctors should be more comfortable giving them to people uh, to men, you know, who need it. Um, and to be fair, maybe they are. I haven't been to a doctor for it myself, but you know that would be quite useful. But I don't think just legalizing it and letting guys just buy it like you would a multivitamin is a good idea because when taken incorrectly, they are so lethal. Like, you know, they will, they can really affect your heart. They can stop your body from producing its own testosterone, which can cause hypogonadism in the future. And, you know, and the problem is that, not to be bitching about men, but I feel like our entire mentality is, hey, this pill can, you know, give me better erections and give help me lose body fat. Let's take nine. Let's take 20. <laughs> you know, it, it's just our psychology, you know. Um, and so, you know, do I trust the public with them? No, because I'm not even sure I trust myself with it. And I've done loads of research on it, you know. I know for a fact that if I take the recommended dosage, I will get some good results in the gym. But if I take more than the recommended dosage, I'll get better results in the gym. That's going to mess with most people's heads. So no, you can't trust it. But so I, I'd say no, uh, steroids should not be legal um, without prescription. But maybe it should be more acceptable for doctors to give it out to men in the correct dosage. Um, do I? You know, if if guys are going to take it anyway, do I think they're stupid? Um, I think some are. I think there are a lot of men who just take it as a sort of to support their own testosterone levels, which would mean um, they're not trying to artificially increase it past that 300 NG per deciliter. You know, they're not trying to make it 700 NG. They're just trying to hit 300 or maybe 350. And I think that that is actually quite a smart move. It's a little bit of a risk that I wouldn't take personally, but I can understand it. And if it became accepted and it was really easy to do. I'd probably do it myself, to be fair. Um, but testosterone abuse, which is used to massively increase testosterone and get, you know, huge results and, you know, become a bodybuilder. No, I think... Good luck to anyone who does it. I hope you do it sensibly. And some of them are really, really intelligent about how they do it. But um, I think it is a fool's game. I think... I remember when I was in college, we did um, we read about a study that was it was done on American athletes, like in college, and it was asked um, if you could take um, a, a performance enhancing drug that um, you know there was no way you could get caught, um, and it would help you win a gold medal. Would you do it? And I think it was like ninety nine percent said yes. And then they did the same thing, asked the same people the same question that you'd take the drug get your gold medal and but in five years later it could get found and then you'd be done as a cheat would you take it and I think it was honestly still up there as 80% said yes and I think there was another question which was would you do it if it caused harm to you down the line and most of them said yes and I think that's that bodybuilding mentality is exactly the same 
they're trading off later years and their later health for the short term. Even though it doesn't feel short term when you're 20 and you're talking about, you know, competing in a Mr. Olympia, at, you know, and winning it maybe at 40. Um, it doesn't sound short term, but it is in the if you're hoping to live to 110 or something like that. And that might not happen because you've taken steroids abuse too far. Um, so I'm really trading off here. Um, also, there does seem to be some evidence that natural testosterone boosters such as fenugreek, um, zinc and vitamin D and stuff like that can actually help to improve testosterone. So there is also that option, which um, has too often it's been ignored by fitness professionals just oh yeah they're all rubbish uh, but they're not and there is evidence go on examine.com to find more information about that right this is beer and biceps i haven't even talked about the beer i'm drinking um it is a nerdy beer i'm not gonna lie it is a galactic pale ale by stormtrooper um, my missus bought this for me because i have a stormtrooper beer glass um i thought the beer was a uh, an ipa um because I didn't really read the labelling, and so when I first sipped it, I was like, what the hell is this? But after rereading it, it is a craft pale ale, so it's in like an English pale ale, and it's fine. It's, um, I think an English pale ale is a fairly boring beer, uh, like, you know, like um, Old Speckled Hen and, you know, stuff like that. It's English country pub sort of beer. Um, I love that type of beer, uh, but it's not the sort of thing you expect when you've got a can with a bunch of stormtroopers on it. I would have them more down as WKD kind of guys. But yeah. Um, but how is the beer? Yeah, it's good. Um, craft pale ale is a bit hit and miss usually. But it's fine, nice and bitter. Um, I can see myself drinking a lot of this. It's not the greatest um and i feel like as a craft beer company stormtrooper or whoever the brewery is could maybe have made it a bit more adventurous um but yeah i mean they say this um aromas of grapefruit pine and herbs which i'm not getting at all um but that's probably because i'm absolutely rubbish at tasting beers uh, probably shouldn't have a podcast <laughs> all right on that bombshell uh I will talk to you next week. Have a great one. Bye.